Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 272 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here with me today. And we're going to be going through another hand that I played in Poker Snowy that I thought was especially interesting. If you have not already signed up to Poker Snowy, head on over there right now at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash pokersnowy and sign up because testing yourself against strong artificial intelligence is a great way to improve your default poker strategy. So let's take a look at this hand. Um, the button raises in this scenario to 280 chips, and now it is on me in the big blind with a 40 big blind stack. Now, I elected to three bet, and I think three betting is definitely what I do in my day-to-day -day poker play, because I think a lot of people raise the button too wide, and then they fold two three bets too often. So, I elected to three bet here to 1,000, but let's take a look at what uh, Poker Snowy would have done. It would have three bet king, well, it would have called king nine offsuit actually, which is kind of interesting. Um, notice it is electing to three bet using um, a bit of a polarized strategy. You see it's three betting the hands in green here. So it's three betting pretty linear up top, just all the best hands. Then it's also three betting um, ace five offsuit, ace four offsuit, and then the suited aces. And it is electing to not use any of the other blocker hands as bluff. So really it doesn't have all that big of a bluffing range here. And that's because you are out of position which does make logical sense. Um, I was using a little bit more of a polarized strategy, right? So that is what I did. Um, it's interesting that his flatting range is kind of unprotected, which is going to make you somewhat susceptible to being squeezed by the big blind. Um, so if I was in this scenario, maybe I would um, not just not have much of a calling range. But if you are going to have a calling range, I suppose the time is... Uh, I guess I'm not sure. If you're going to have a calling range, I mean, I get that this hand fits in. That said, I would typically have three bet here. Anyway, I did three bet this time. Opponent calls as expected. Flop comes nine, eight, four. And now I have to figure out what to do. So in this scenario, I elected to bet 750, which the program thought was fine. Um, let's take a look at what the strategy advisor says here. Um... Basically says we have the best hand at showdown a ton, right? Which uh, which I know. We have top pair, right? So we are pretty happy with this flop. I think a lot of people get in their minds in scenarios like this. Oh, no, I could be beat by ace nine or pocket tens. And, uh, you know, yeah, you could. But most likely we just have the nuts. So we want to be betting. We want to put money in the pot. This is a board where I considered checking sometimes. But uh, let's take a look at range advice real quick. You see we are only checking 17% of the time. And that's because this board really shouldn't connect all that well with the opponent's range either. So we're just betting half pot with everything. And that's just going to be okay. So that is what I did. I bet I actually bet a little bit small. I should have bet a little bit bigger. So yeah, I should I should have gone slightly bigger, like 1100. Anyway, I did have I did a third pot. Opponent calls with pocket fives, which makes logical sense. Turns an ace. And now this is a tough spot because if you take a look at this over here now, we actually need to be doing a whole lot of checking. And when we check, we actually have one pair a whole lot of the time. Whereas our all-in range is going to be the best hands, right? A lot of the very good strong hands. And then a few random high cards, which um, let's scroll down and take a look at the high cards. High cards here are going to be stuff like what, Jack-10 probably? It's probably going to be jamming Jack-10, maybe 10-7 suited if it has it, which it probably doesn't, but we see here Jack-10, right? Jack-10, Queen-9's a pair, 
king nines a pair. So it's jamming, jamming some king nines. Um, but anyway, in this scenario, it's going to be jamming um, a lot of the unpaired hands plus some just really good hands. So it does make sense to check this. I check, opponent checks behind, which makes sense. I don't think he needs to bluff here because if I'm checking some aces, that's just really, really bad for him. As you saw, I was checking some sets and whatnot too. River's an eight. Now I have to decide what to do again. And I elected like to check. I think we probably do want to be doing a decent amount of checking. And if, again, we look at our all-in range, there's going to be all of the good aces, well, all the aces. Um, selecting to jam some kings, pocket kings, pocket queens, pocket jacks. Then a few more bluffs like king jack and king 10. Notice king jack and king 10 are somewhat marginal hands here. Um, so that's, that's interesting, right? That it, that it is still bluffing this river, which does make some sense. Jack 10s are obviously bluffing a decent chunk of the time. Queen 10s if they have it. So the betting range here is pretty polarized to pocket jacks and better, and then a lot of the bluffs. And then the checking range, I don't see how much garbage is in the checking range. Notice no garbage is in the checking range, right? It's literally all one pair or better. And that's going to allow you to call at whatever minimum defense frequency you need based on your opponent's strategy. This time, though, when check-check, opponent doesn't need to bluff here. And we end up winning a little pot. But one thing I wanted you to take away is that pre-flop, as you see the tippet gives, this is a little bit too aggressive. You should have just called. And I need to work on that strategy. If you do study a lot of the absolute best players in the world, they don't always three better fold from the small blind. They do develop a flat calling range, especially when you're facing a slightly big raise, like 2.8 big blinds. Notice this is not a min raise, right? This was a min raise. Um, we don't really mind three betting because we get the big blind to fold more often. But facing a bigger raise, when I call 280 chips, the big blind is still going to fold a lot because you just can't call a, a um, 280 chip raise all that often. So anyway, cool spot. And um, just playing one session, I, I find myself getting in a few of these spots over the course of like 20 minutes and finding a few spots that are at least worth taking a look at to confirming that you either agree or disagree with Poker Snowy's play will go a long way to helping you think more about the game. And it's a great way to get experience when you don't actually have time to go play poker. I'm home a lot of the time with my kids, right? And being able to put in a short session against strong opponents is a very good way to continue to hone your skills. So that's going to be it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I have two more fun hands lined up that we'll go through next week and the week after that. If you want to go ahead and start practicing with Poker Snowy, head over to jonathanlittlepoker.com slash pokersnowy right now and sign up. Good luck in your games. Have fun. And I'll talk to you next time.